What's going on, guys, and welcome to the Grow Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, a.k.a. Rossi K. And tonight's episode, we are going to be bringing to the corner Chris from over on Instagram, uh, known as GrowingMeds420. Uh, I'll put his information down in the description so you can give him a follow. Tonight, we kind of just sit down and talk about cannabis as medicine, um, really get into about how it's helped him overcome some of his uh, issues he's had. I'll, I'll let you listen to it in the podcast. I won't go over too much of it, but uh, he just kind of goes over everything he's been through and kind of how cannabis has helped him to become where he is today. Uh, he's only been growing for one year, so he's still learning just like a lot of us, but um, he's here to stay just like the rest of us. He's got the community behind his back to help him, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned and enjoy. Okay, I saw you had CJ on your uh, profile or whatnot. I just wanted to yeah. get something with. I wanted to get an intro for you, so I wanted to make sure I get the right, right name there. Yeah. So how you doing tonight, man? I'm I'm awesome. This is so cool. Yeah. This is your first time being on anything like this. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, dude! I'm glad you're able to join, man. I'm glad you're able to just out of the blue just be able to do this with me, man. Yeah, well, I'm glad you 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 need to get back on the podcast. I love it. I know, man. I'm hoping this uh, this kind of sparks it off, man. Really get going back at it because I really want to. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have been asking me to get back on it, and they want to just hear more. So here I am. Here we are. Get yeah. to give everyone give everyone a new episode. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Good things rolling again. Yeah, man. I really, really want to. Um, I really want to hear about your story for sure. How you got into it. Um. But I think everyone wants to kind of know, too, because I don't know. I see you have a good bit of followers on Instagram, so I'm sure you have people that ask you questions, people that come to you for help, whatnot. Um, how long have you been growing, first off? About a year. Okay. About That's just growing, growing anything, growing cannabis? Just, well, I've always kind of liked growing vegetables and stuff, and my wife's yeah. a big-time grower. She loves her plants and everything, and... And then, you know, I, I found a dispo seed. Yeah. I found like four of them. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's see what happens here. And my stepson, he thinks he's like the pot god. And he was like, oh, you got to germinate them. You got to do that. I said, no, you throw them in dirt. Yeah. And they grow. That's, and, an old, that's the old school way of doing it, man. That's the only way to yeah. do it. It's a seed, you know? It really is. Now you have all these techniques today that are just so... You have one one guy that tells you to you have to do it in the paper towel, put it in a Ziploc bag, or it won't work. Or you have people that put it straight into the pot. Um, yeah, there's so many different ways to do it, man. There's so many different ways to skin a cat, though, right? So like, that's yeah. just how it is. And, and so I how, kill them every way that they make them. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So you didn't you didn't start with a green thumb then? I did not. Just that one. And then uh, there was two good plants that came out of that, and I kept the one. And you know about that one. And I finally dried it. I still smoke it. Yeah. How did you know it was female? Like, how, how were you able to know? Like, did you have to look everything up to find out whether you I were getting did. males or females? I had no idea what was going on. That's when I started getting into the podcasts and stuff. Okay. And then I found, uh, and, and, and the auto flowers just like, I'm like, this is really interesting. I want to know more about the auto flowers. Yeah. And that's when I started following Chad and you and getting all the stuff with the auto flowers. Autoflowers are the the new with the new tomatoes, man. Because anyone can grow them. It's 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 amazing. Except me, I kill them. But uh, <laughs> you you can get it growing, but you might end up killing it later. But it's, it's it's the fact that you can start it from a seed and get it to pop is is good enough. Yeah. So that's how it all happened, and then that one grew like crazy, and it did good. Now, and did it, you start growing for a reason? Like for a particular reason? Um, I was actually, you know, a medical patient in Florida. Okay. And they had they actually have a really good medical program here. And uh, you know, and I used it for sleep and, and pain at night, like a lot of people do. Yeah. So that's why I would go and get that stuff and then there was the seed and it started all of that. And then after that seed, it was like it just like changed my life. I was like, I grew this thing. Mm-hmm. And this could be amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> From there, I was like, I'm going to start doing this. And, you know, I haven't done real good yet, but I'm getting there. 
Yeah, you're working. It's a working probably one year in, and I mean, I've seen your pictures and your plants. Like you're doing good. You're not. You're not doing bad. I don't think you're killing them. <laughs> I killed some of them. The autos I killed, like I didn't had no idea that my soil is just the soil I get out of the yard, which is like sand. Yeah. Because you know I'm close to the Gulf. And okay. It's like sand, and I put some like uh, some mulch in it and stuff for drainage and 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 the. Uh, Oh shit! Perlite, not the perlite, the uh... vermiculite. I <laughs> know oh, I'm gonna sit here all kind of drain rice holes. I got froze. I no. um, um, well, anyway. anyway, I put that yeah. in there, and then I had no idea that it was like so nutrient rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put those seeds in there, and they just sprouted and just like poof died immediately yeah it was probably new too much yeah autoflower is very finicky like that's why i like to start them in just straight cocoa or something like that you know yeah. just a very inert medium to get them going in and then from there go like i where i'm at i'm i'm in southeast georgia so i'm like near the coast as well and if i go outside and pick up any sand or any dirt it's going to be that sandy dirt as well and yeah. i don't i find like the way what I've been able to do is go outside and get any soil you're going to grow in and just take like a cup of, cup of it and pour some water in it and see what that water does. If your water just kind of like floats on top of it and doesn't really saturate down into it, that will tell you right there that's not an indicator to grow in. Ooh. So you can always kind of just test like different soils before you grow in it too. Like that's like a little rule of thumb that I've done. Always grab a handful and put water through and see how fast it actually soaks it up. That's kind of cool. Yeah, a little good of information for you, man. But yeah. yeah. So where you're at, um, you're able to I don't I know I don't think you're able to grow I don't know, can you grow as a medical patient? You can't. But okay. there's something happening. I'm not even worried yeah. about it. No, I wouldn't be. I'm not I'm not worried about it either. I mean where I'm at, it's completely illegal, but what we're doing right now is just sharing free information and knowledge, man. So yeah. that's all I mean, we're I trying to do here had it out in my backyard and i know my neighbors could see it and they're probably you know that was what i was about to ask are you doing all of this inside in a grow tent or how are you how are you growing i started and in, in just inside when i first got the seed i just like oh they need lots of light so i threw it in the bedroom extra bedroom with the lots of light and then it mm -hmm. grew and i put it outside and that's when it really grew and then it overgrew and then it like revegged which i didn't know was a thing but i guess it's a thing and yes and so it kind of killed all my terpenes but it still works pretty good yeah that's good i mean it's, if it works for you that's what matters like i know myself i grow so many different strains and there's sometimes plants out there like this strain that i'm growing right now is uh or smoking on it's it's not the best it's it dude it grew so well it looked amazing but the high is more of like a head racy high so it's not real stony high so like when I smoke it, I'm not like as I don't feel as medicated, should I say, like I'm more like up. And I think that's all with its learning curves. Like you were, we're finding what kind of works for us. You know, I find that I think that's a sativa leaning uh, strain. So I feel like more indica dominant strains are more stony and the kind of things that I like to get medicated with. Right. So but with that um what's your what do you what are you growing right now i haven't i didn't look on your instagram and i really see exactly what you're growing on are you are you messing with autos again or not um i haven't yet i plan on soon because okay the idea of having you know a harvest in 90 days is just amazing it is we well, can do that with photo periods too indoors though i wouldn't do it outdoors right um so i got sour diesels going oh that's a beautiful one and uh it didn't survive the 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 vacation so well but we're I, I, I did see the pictures there. something about the vacation yeah okay yeah. and then i got the four uh what are they mighty mangoes the mighty mangoes from uh old hickory farms i think it is um that uh the dude uh, what's his name brother kila kilo mm -hmm. he, he was doing this thing and he's like I see your grows and you know um i'm giving out some seeds would you want some seeds because it looks like you just need a little help and i'll help you through yeah. this i'm like well okay 
So he sent me these seeds over and they're growing like beasts right now. That's awesome. And how are you have them? And they're you, they said these are outdoors. These are indoors. I'm doing it indoors, indoors from now on. <laughs> I would too. Okay. Now, what are you under to grow, be growing like a beast like that? Like your lights, do you have like a setup and all that, or you just kind of get what you can? I just, it's just a ridiculous what I have for lights. Um, <laughs> I just buy grow lights. And That's what I was going to ask. Like these things and there we go. So I got different lights from, I got blurples. I got okay straight white lights and i got these other cob lights that well you're giving a, you're giving a full spectrum at least that way everything yeah that's awesome do you know how much wattage you're putting out i have no idea you get yourself no, they I make this they make this little uh a home depot they're like 30 bucks you plug it into your wall and you plug this into your uh, lights whatever you're running it's called a kilowatt and it'll kind of tell you how many watts you're pulling and that's really good to know to like so you can so you can kind of have a base of where your plants are say oh where i where i'm pushing 200 watts right now so this how they're if they're beasting then you want to know like oh this is what i need to be pushing all the time like 200 300 watts whatever you're pushing i think that'll help a lot too for sure like uh really really dialing in your grow so definitely try to get one of those or something just to find out your rear wattage you know i think that helps out yeah, it's hard to know about all that stuff. It's in, in oh, it's life. a learning process. This is all a learning process. It's like auto flowers are going to be your whole learning process for you too. <laughs> if I can get one to live, it'd be great. you you got to use the right um. You need to use the right medium, or if you're going to use a soil, I like say with auto flowers to start them. Like I start all mine in uh, four inch pots, little pots. Uh, that way, and I just feed them just water. I don't do anything for like 14 days just about. And then after that, I transplant them and then I start feeding them. And that way I know that there's not going to be any deficiencies or anything. I'm not going to be overfeeding them right off the bat because autoflowers, I will say, that are very finicky right at the beginning of the stage, like in life, like whenever you get them from seedling up to like the first probably two weeks. And if you have any soil, like your soil that you're using outdoors probably has, it might be high in nitrogen or it could be, you know, have too much, too, who knows, you know what I mean? Who knows what's actually in it? So it could be burning your plants. I think that's why they're dying. You're burning them too quick. Oh, yeah. Well, this time I, I went what you said, and I just like did some regular topsoil and in, 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 in solo cups. Mm -hmm. No newts or nothing for 20 days. I'm going to leave them alone. Yeah, that's the, that's the best way to do it. It really is. And that way you can learn to – it's a better learning process, I think, when you start in a smaller cup because you get to grow that plant into that cup, and then you get to take it out and say, okay, now I have this, like, pretty much baby in a sense. Now I need it. What am I going to do with it? Now you have to nurture it even more. You had to take it and put it into something bigger and then nurture that back to health because you can easily fuck it up right there. You can just, like – you can touch the the roots too much. You can break it up with your fingers, damage it, and you're going to stunt it, and you'll have like a 12-inch plant. So it's it's very it's – so, it's so rewarding, man. I guess that's where I'm trying to get to it, to get to the point. It's a very rewarding game for sure. Yeah, it is when it gets there. Yeah, you'll get there. You will. So I wanted to know about your uh, – diabetes man if you want to talk about that right. i really want to hear about that story because i know a couple of people actually i have family members that have diabetes type 2 but they are against cannabis because they just are told they believe what the man tells them and they just don't believe it's good for them so they want to be on medication and feel side effects from it and feel like shit and bitch about it all the time but not do anything about it that knows that can help them so maybe they'll hear this maybe after hearing you get into your story we can i can explain to them man i hope so i hope that this is the whole reason um and i could get emotional um like 10 years ago i was diagnosed with type 2 diet i felt like crap i could not even get the energy to take garbage out to the curb and doctors like that let's do some bug work real quick he's like brought me in shot me with insulin right away because I was so high. Put me on all this medication, right? I'm like, how did this happen? Well, we don't know how it happened. It just happened. This is what you are. So for 10 years, I've been trying to regulate this through all this medication. And uh, and uh, 
I mean, I was going to the doctor every three months. I had to get checked to see what's working, what's not working, how it's working. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. Well, this about made me die. I couldn't take some of this because it was so bad. It upset my stomach so bad. Um, I couldn't even leave the house. It's like if I was going to eat, I had to stay at the house. It was that bad. And I'm like, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Well, let's give you this. Let's give you this. So finally, I got something that got me close to where I need to be. And I think, actually, that's what they want. And how long was this process that you found that? This has been, God, going on. I imagine the last five years, it's been pretty wow. decent. Pretty decent. Okay. It's never been where it needs to be, but it's been just in that area. Okay. And the medicine, every morning I'd take it, I'm like, this stuff is killing me, but it's still keeping me alive. And then, you know, I started using the medical marijuana for the pain and for sleeping. And then I started listening to podcasts and I started listening to uh, all kinds of different stuff. The science science part of it just mm-hmm. thrills me to death, all the cannabinoids and all this stuff. And I really dive into that. And I think I was listening to a podcast with Kurt Robbins. And he was talking about the effectiveness of uh, THCV with diabetics. And so I went on and I started researching that. And uh, it seems like the land races, like, the Durban poisons and the land races and all that stuff has a lot of TACV. And that, and uh, it reacts differently. And it, it, it acts like kind of like CBD to THC. It, it, mm-hmm. It's an antagonist to THC to a certain point. Yeah. So like through my day, I take a vape and I can hit it five seconds, 10 seconds all through the day. And I never get where I feel like I'm inebriated or even out of control at all. Yeah. I just, and that's THCV pin or that's a CBD. That's like a one-to-one or something ratio. um, pin. It's the Durban poison. Okay. Durban poison. Yeah. So THCV, I've always thought THCV was the compound like before it was, uh, burnt. Like once I guess THCV and once you like ignite it or, uh, combust it, it turns into THCA. I thought, Something like that. I know there is a science behind it, but I have been reading something with the THCV is like a new something they're they're studying or seeing a lot more on. Yeah, it's crazy what it does. I didn't know they made I didn't know they made it to where you can just get THCV though. I don't I don't know if they do yet that yet. Okay. But I thought you're saying that's the pin you had. I'm sorry. Oh, you're just saying it's high it's it's high in THCV. Yes, that's the Durban poison. Gotcha. And and you know and I just microdose all through the day it keeps my hunger away and then um it was weird because i my, i had a, a major breakdown at christmas time and my wife was re- ready to baker act me because i was off my schedule and i didn't take any yeah. of my psych meds and at that point i'm like you know my life has got to change here because i was drinking too much and everything else so i started using the marijuana and the cannabis and i'm like this is going to be my way out Mm-hmm. This is how I got to get healthy. So that's what I started doing. And then eventually it got to where even when I was taking my psych meds, I didn't feel right anymore. So I'd like, okay, I'm going to cut this out. And then that's ooh. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, I felt yeah. so much better after I didn't. Yeah. And then I'm working and I felt like crap. I'm like, man, why do I feel so bad? And I'm shaky. I'm like, I feel like I, my sugar's dropping. I said, I'm leaving. I'm going to go get a Mountain Dew and some donuts. And I felt great. I'm like, <laughs> this, can't be. this can't happen. I have not had an episode like that in forever. So I called the doctor and well, he didn't get back with me. But I'm like, I got to cut these out. I cut out all of my uh, diabetic medications because my blood sugar was dropping so fast. Wow. And I was feeling so bad. And this just came on like over the, the last year of okay. actually using it as a medication and a regimented daily dosage all through the day just to keep my hunger away and to keep me energized. Yeah. And that's how it worked. And I was just amazed. And I got to the doctor and he's seen my things. He's like, this is amazing. What have you done? I've never seen this. I said, I use cannabis. 
<laughs> like, I don't understand. I said, I know. <laughs> you don't understand. And I said, you know, even when, you know, my, my uh, medical marijuana doctor was actually my orthopedic. So he gave it to me to help with, uh, you know, my knee pain and stuff because my yeah. knee was wasted. And uh, so I, I told him, I said, you know, when he gave it to me, he said, I'm worried about your diabetes because this could make it worse. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought, because you eat it and you get hungry and you eat. I said, that's what everybody thinks. Yeah. But there's so much more to this. There's so much medicine in this that you just don't understand. And I told him what I'm doing. He's like, that's just amazing. He said, I have never seen anything like this. He said, you continue what you're doing. You go on with it. And I'm going to check some of this out. Yeah, that's amazing. And I hope he actually does or did. I do. I mean, they need to. Yeah. I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars in medicine and doctor's visits. And all I needed I mean, to do was figure out how to use this medicine correctly. Yeah. And it sucks. You know, the, the hard part of that, though, too, is being especially with your wife, too, to have her on board with that, because that was that's I know that's got to be hard to be like to have your partner to be on board with you to stop taking your medication that is supposed to work for you and say, Hey, I'm going to stop taking what the doctors say is good for me. I'm going to start taking what, what I, the, what YouTube and Reddit says works. You know what I mean? That's a high risk, but it works though. It really does. And you have proven it, that it does work, but it's just, that's, I don't know the word for it. I guess one, I want to say like we're being not overshadowed, but, uh, just blocked i guess like all the knowledge and all the science behind it is just being blocked and not being really like your doctor didn't even know he was surprised that it happened oh you yeah. know so but imagine if if he did know that that's what could happen how many people he could have helped before with just a plant you know rather than putting you filling your body with poisons you know Absolutely. that's just it's it's just astonishing to me you know i have family members that have uh just diseases and stuff. My dad had lymphoma and uh, I have one of my cousins that has battles with MS and she uses cannabis for pain. And, you know, that's what I grow for. One reason is I grow to give her medication to just see what helps. And, um, but you know, the doctors don't agree with it. They don't want her using any marijuana for her nerve pain because they don't believe Ooh. that cannabis has anything to do with nerves. Um, there's just so much, there's so much going against it here. They have her taking medication that, like you, that makes her sick. You know, it makes her not be able to eat, and then it makes her not want to be able to like sleep well at night. It makes her in more pain. Yeah. So it's a simple fact that cannabis can help, but it's being blocked. I still don't know the word I'm trying to use here, man. There's this just, yeah. So, yeah, man. I, I, that's a great story. I'm so happy that. <laughs> it worked out for you. Now, are you on any medication now, like just to kind of help balance things out, or are you just the only thing I cannabis? have now is uh, until my next appointment, at least I still have uh, some cholesterol medicine I'm taking and for some blood pressure. Yeah, which I had to take out. Uh, I had two blood pressure medications. I had to cut one out because my blood pressure was dropping too. So, early. how many? How how much medication were you able to cut out from uh, like like whenever you? just were able to use with can cannabis to heal um let's see there was ambien there was uh lexapro there was depakote there was acetaplan there was wow there's already four so that's already, yeah yeah those were just the psych meds uh yeah but i say ambien was i know that's to help sleep medication or whatever that stuff was wicked man <laughs> it's crazy how they just give it to you like that too man they're just they don't i don't know i have a psych doctor that i go to you know and they it's so easy to get medication out being an adult i will oh, yeah. say that when i was when i was a teenager and i was like in my 16 17 18 and i was trying to go get medication they were like nope you're not getting any medication no 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 now as an adult they're just like oh what do you want do you want ed medication i'm like I don't need anything for that. He's like, well, we have free trials. You can take some. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, they really, oh, wow. your doctor tries to give you all kind of stuff. My doctor does at least. Oh, He's like, yeah. oh, you can try this new, uh, the new hip, hip drug. It's for depression or, or something. And I was like, 
I don't, I don't need it. Thanks, you know, because as I battle depression and everything, and he's like, he's just trying to trying to give stuff out that the pharmaceutical companies are trying to get him to give out, you know, but not knowing the repercussions behind it. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah. It's all about them making the big money. I, they just got to stay out of the cannabis business, or they're gonna ruin it. I don't think they will, man. I think they're gonna get. I think they're gonna dip their toes all up in that shit when it goes legal. I think. I don't know how, but they will somehow. Now, I mean, it's going to be like mushrooms too, like psychedelics. I think I, I really think psychedelics are going to jump before cannabis does, just because psychedelics have been shown in the news lately to be so much more effective in treating uh, like mental health illnesses. Right. Um, so all kind of psychiatric help can now just be done through psilocybin therapy, which there's no side effects. You take a pill. If anything, you might hallucinate for a little bit. It depends on the dose they give you, but it's like a real life slap in the face to a lot of people, especially people dealing with like suicidal thoughts and real dark depression. That like hallucination trip will wake you the fuck up. It's pretty much what it does. It kind of just slaps you in the face, lets your ego go, and tells you, hey, there's a lot more to life than what you're stressing about right now. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's something I've thought about for a while. I haven't got there yet because I'm in a pretty good place. But Yeah, microdosing is good for everybody. Even if you're in a good place, it's just it's good for neuro, uh, neurogenesis. It helps rewire your brain and helps regenerate like the brain cells and everything we're doing in our brain. Like it helps you I feel like become smarter. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Um, it's helped my uh my attitude out uh, for the like the outlook on life for sure i've been doing it for about four months now and i was really dark depressed for a while and it's really helped me get out of that depression look at my family a different way look at my friends differently uh really reevaluate a lot of shit going on in your life you know and that's another plant that we're talking about here that that no psychiatric medicine ever helped me with i got off my medication for depression because it wasn't helping oh yeah yeah yeah, I only had the medication depression would only help for a little bit and they'd always end up, you know, increasing the dose here, increasing the yep. dose here. That's increasing just increasing the doses. And then what I noticed with depression medications, mainly the antidepressants, where they just made you numb to everything. They made me like if something was funny, I just would like, eh, yeah, that's funny. Ha ha. <laughs> you know, kind of thing, because it wouldn't really give me the emotions. It would numb right. all my emotions out. Right. And I was like, well, this isn't me, dude. I don't like this person. That's not how I am. I like to laugh and, and joke all the time about shit. So it was definitely different. Um, microdosing for sure helped me get out of that. Uh, bipolar, too. I have, I've been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And uh, I was on medication for almost two years. And it worked. The medication worked amazing until I started microdosing. Until I started really? microdosing the right way, I stopped. I... I used to take 300 milligrams a day of Lamictal, and I just kind of stopped taking it myself for microdosing just to see because I felt good while microdosing. I was like, I'm not manic. I'm not depressed. I'm not having any weird episodes because that's all the bipolar is. You just have a really high moments and you have really low moments. That's right. pretty much all it is. And I wasn't having those moments. So I was like, well, let me try to let me try to not take this medicine tonight and see what happens. So I stopped taking my medication at night. I felt fine after two weeks, no withdrawals, nothing. So I was like, okay. So now I just take Abilify, which is just like, mm. it's, a, it's a mood stabilizer, I believe. That's why I take a low dose of that in the morning and then a microdose with it. And I haven't had any any like side effects. I haven't had any like, uh, with, not withdrawals, but I haven't had any moments come back up. Like the bipolar, I feel like it's subsided in, in a sense just from four months of microdosing. Now, I don't know if it's going to be gone completely when I stop. That's what I'm kind of afraid of. Mm. But I'm going to have to eventually get to that point. You know? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, in my head, the way I look at it is when you're microdosing, it gives you – it helps you change. And while you're dosing, you're changing the way you do things for a long enough time. It becomes a habit. So, like, with me taking the microdoses and – me being able to feel better without medication i feel like if i do that long enough my body's just like hey you don't need that medication you can do it on your own already right. you know what i mean it's kind of like that's what i'm trying to get to that point and i think that's what a lot of people need to get even with cannabis you use it as as a as an assistance but unfortunately cannabis doesn't last as long as your system so you need it multiple times a day 
Right. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, just my therapist calls me a stoner, you know, and I kind of hate it because he, he's, he's even told me that he doesn't like people that smoke marijuana because he knows people that smoke and they're very lazy. And I told him straight up, I said, well, that's just judgmental. I said, that's your, that's, that's your opinion on it. And you can't be a hypocrite being a therapist. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just, it's where I'm at though, man. It's where I live in Georgia. You know, it's just oh, nobody yeah. here. Nobody here is all about the legality of it. So, Oh yeah. They want to put you on the medication, other medication. Yeah, Georgia was a blast. I mean, yeah. you know, you go into the bathrooms there and instead of, you know, like Debbie does Dallas call me, you get Leviticus 5.1. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly how it is. And then I go, I go in there and I, we we get in and uh, I grab some beer and he's like, you can't take that. I'm like, what? We don't sell beer until 1230 here. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? I'm like, yeah, I forgot. We're in Georgia. That is still a – that's the most fucked up thing, dude. That still happens, man. Like, it catches me off guard still, dude. Um, But what's stupid is on Sundays – on Sundays in Georgia, you can drink at a restaurant before 12 o'clock. Like, if they serve brunch, you can have mimosas or Bloody Marys at, like, 11 o'clock. But you can't go to the store and buy it until after 1230. You have to wait until Sunday service ends till you can buy your alcohol here. That's damn right. Yeah. Got to wait till everyone gets out of church so it's fair that the church people get the first choice on alcohol, too. <laughs> That's like what it seems, man. You can't go out and enjoy the boat on Sunday unless you go Saturday and buy all your beer, which is stupid. You just go buy everything on Saturday, and you can still drink it on Sunday, so – Anyway, man, that's yeah, that's our fucked up laws yeah. here. Because apparently, because I was in Fannin County and it's like a semi-dry county, you can't get liquor there. And I had to drive like thirty minutes just to go get like a bottle of whiskey and bring it back. And I'm like, really? This still happens? <laughs> yeah, there's a. Sorry, I was taking a hit. But there's a there's a uh, a county not too far up the road from here about like an hour away that they don't is a dry county is what they call it so they don't even sell liquor like at all like any time of the day there's no liquor being sold wow yeah and people choose to live there because that's just how they they like their life now i don't drink alcohol microdosing ever since starting i stopped drinking not purposefully not purposefully at all i just like I had no need. I had no desire because the anxiety that I was getting from everyday life, like I didn't – I was drinking. I would drink like wine every night with my wife or whatever just to kind of unwind from the day, and I don't need it anymore. I just have no desire almost because my anxiety is already taken care of from the microdosing and the wow. cannabis. That's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, have you, ever, have you, ever, are you, you willing, are willing to try it, man? Are you willing to try microdosing? maybe yeah i mean you don't feel anything from it so it's not like you get you don't like get high or anything and you can't do anything but i could definitely i could definitely send you a little care package if you wanted to try it out just to do like two weeks you know do a two-week dose and just see how you're feeling you know i mean if anything it just helps boost your boost your mood that's really what it does it's worth a try it definitely is i'd like to help you out man get you uh get you on plant medicine all the way (laughs) (laughs) It's just amazing. I mean, it's like your body knows what it's like, what it likes, because, you know, I didn't know when I started a difference between sativa and hybrid and everything else. My, But my body knew what it wanted. Mm-hmm. It liked that high sativa stuff. And, you know, and that's the stuff that had the medicine in it. Yeah, it has the higher. Well, that's what works for you. That's the whole the whole point that, like I said earlier in the podcast, was. How some of the stuff I smoke is – I think it's more sativa gives me more of that that head racy high like it, like it's, like they say it does, but it doesn't work for me as well. Like it gets me up. Right now I'm up. I'm able to have this podcast and and not feel drowsy or anything, but it's missing that, that heavy eyes mm, and yeah. that stony feel. I'm just like, whoa, where's my high at? I feel like I'm not – I feel like I'm not high almost, but I know I am. Exactly. Yeah. That's how you can microdose all through the day. And, you know, and people like, and they tell me, they're like, wow, you lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you want to know how? 
Like, so you run around here stoned? I said, have you ever seen, you, you see me all day long. I'm glad I'm not the only one that doesn't eat when they get high, dude. Yeah, you can't tell if I am or not. You don't yeah. even have a clue. So. Yeah, that's weird, man. You say it's so smoking for you, microdosing the cannabis will suppress your appetite. Absolutely. Damn, that's what it is for me because I've noticed that with me smoking, like sometimes, especially in the mornings, when I smoke first thing in the morning, it suppresses my appetite almost to where I, I don't need to eat until my stomach starts pulling at me, and then I'm like, oh fuck, I need to eat. Yeah, it's it's like I get like a little funny feeling in there. It's not uncomfortable or anything, but it's like, yeah, you're not hungry right now. Just keep on keep on going, dude. Yeah, just to do it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I think that's just a cannabis is working its way, telling you to just keep being productive, man. Keep it doing does. it. It's amazing. Yeah, it is when you think about it that way, man. And that's why I like the different strains. Now you're growing. Are you so you're doing the sour diesel? Are you doing like land races? Have you found some land races that you're doing, or are they just like some auto flowers crosses? Um, those were ones that I got because I originally went to uh, the Homegrown Cannabis Co. And they had a deal. You buy four, you get four sour diesels free. So I got okay. four skunk autos because I was so excited to try autos. Yeah. And I killed them. Well, I'm going to so send you a care package. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, you know, really, if you need seeds tested, give them to me, because most likely I'm going to kill them. Mm. I don't know yeah. how good they are. <laughs> I got some seeds for you, man. I'm going to hook you up, dude. I want to get you growing some autoflowers flowers that actually grow. And I'll just, I'll walk you through the process, man. It's not hard. It's very, it's very fun and very rewarding because it's like you're doing your other plants right now. It's the same thing as a photo period. The only difference is which some people, the reason they don't like autoflowers is because you can't control your veg time. So you just pretty much put a light over it, water it every day or every time it needs to be watered and fed, and that's it. And you wait till she starts producing fall colors and those trichomes get ripe, and then that's it, dude. It's like I don't really do much else than that. I train a little bit here and there. I don't know if you're into training yet, like LST. A little. A little I do like the little cracking things and yes pinch and twist is really good defoliating and stuff like that yeah i've not done um, any of the stretching the branches out i, I haven't quite understood yeah that so that right there like they make these little clips they're called lst clips they're like they bend your plant into a 90 degree angle which you can technically do with some um some wire string like tie wire but starting to do that if you if you start to learn that process uh, really get good at it because that right there was my key to growing bigger buds, like to getting heavier yields was through LST. Because what you're doing when you take the plant like this and she's going to grow like a Christmas tree, when you pull each branch down, you're you're stressing the uh, the stalk as well. So All you're right. putting a lot of tension on that stalk. And what's happening is not not only are you opening up the branch to get more light, which we all know that, but what's happening at the stalk of the stem of it is you're putting all that tension and stress, which is causing that plant to start sending hormones to start healing itself. So what you'll see is that the stalk of a lot of those or the base of those branches you're bending down will have knuckles. There'll be like fat little knuckles on them, and that's a really good sign Ooh. because what that means is there's nutrients just flushing to that site same thing with pinch and twist like when you said yeah, you crack them you, say it's kind of like the pinch and twist it's thing. exactly like the pinch and twist and that is that is an amazing method and i'm glad you said you use that because that right there will help as well that helps even your canopy so you have an even canopy so you don't have like one bud up here and one bud all the way down here as well right but man i, I can talk, I can like literally talk all fucking day about it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at like all your old grows and stuff because I'm pretty new to Instagram and stuff. So, yeah. And I still don't even know how to use it. But I was looking at all your old stuff. It's so consistent and so just, you Thank got you. it down, man. Thank got you. It down. Yeah. It's from, from practice, man, and from this, from Instagram, to be honest with you, it's helped me out so much. Um, I don't know if you listen to Dude Grows, the Dude Grows yeah. show yet. Okay, yeah. yeah. That right there, man, is where I learned. Uh, so much of my stuff from that community um just reaching out to forums and talking to people you know like it was so it was so hard at the beginning because you get people that are going to give you negative advice 
and then you have people that are negative all, all like just just negative fucking people that you just you ask a oh, question yeah. and they're like oh yeah well you might as well give up dude your plant looks like shit and you don't know how to fucking grow <laughs> you know like that kind of stuff so you're just you gotta, yeah <laughs> yeah right um but i don't even know where i was going with that honestly <laughs> It's all good. I don't know where I was at. Um, with the dude grows. Oh yeah, just having a community, just having a community to like lean on is great, and having a positive community, not a negative community. That's where I was at. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, people like me that you can always reach out to, man, like anytime, and I would always reach back out to you. There's a lot of other guys out there too. Uh, I saw you started following her. Real Green Monster started following you. Yeah. Real solid guy. Um, there's so many people out there on Instagram that I'm realizing that have a lot of followers that we can seem to get intimidated by because it's like, oh, this is how I was at least. I don't know if anyone else is like that, but this is how I was. And if you are, you can relate. Um, when you see someone that has a lot of followers, you feel hesitant to hit them up to be like, oh, well, they probably get messages all day long. How oh, do I know yeah. they're going to write back to me? But then when you message these people and they actually write you back and they show that they care, that's that's what this community is about. Because and that's why it needs to be free. If somebody says, oh, yeah, dude, I'll help you out with your grow, but I'm going to charge you this much. Oh, just, go no. to the next, just go to the next guy because yeah. they're, those people right there just are – I mean – you can you can weed them out yeah. and that's what this community is for man i'm glad i'm glad you're in it dude i really am i'm I'm glad that you're you're making your your way through it too you're gonna get it you're gonna get your grow is gonna see a lot from it <laughs> yeah it's been pretty amazing the, the outpour of people because you know i don't have much to show but people are like you're doing all right man you're doing like parma all the time yeah. he's like you're you're doing good man He's like, oh, pull that fucker up. You killed it. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. We'll be brutally honest with you, too, man, because it's it's easier to be friends with all of these people on Instagram, I think, and with all of these guys because you're not they're not around you every day. You know what I mean? We're not around each other like in person every day. So we can like almost escape like that's what this podcast is for. It's like an escape from just every other bullshit around. And it's just like just have a communication with just one other person from a different state you know oh yeah yeah that's great i mean and I, your podcast has been like therapy for me thank you man yeah that's how that's what i wanted it to be you know and that's what i because that's how a lot of podcasts were for me i was watching podcasts or listening to them not only for the cannabis grow information but for just the general information too man because everyone knows that we all struggle in life with shit like we all have mental health problems or we all have bill issues or money finance issues whatever but we can all relate when it comes to cannabis and we can all relate how cannabis has helped us through these fucking hard times. So I think that right there is what we all have in common and why we can just be cool with each other. Now, like I said, there's people that come in and they're going to try to ask for money from you. You know, they're going to try to say, Hey, pay me for my advice, you know, but that's just the, the pieces of shit out there that are always going to be there. Yeah. I've, I've not, Nobody has ever done that. I mean, there's been lots I was of had it happen twice. I've had it happen twice, man. And to be honest with you, it wasn't even cannabis. It was mushrooms. It wow. seemed, and I, I've noticed that too. I've told a couple of buddies that the mushroom community is very different than the cannabis community. And that you would think they'd be very similar, but the people in the mushroom community, they're very, they seem to be more uh, competitive. Really? And they, they keep their shit to themselves. Wow. I'm just like, okay, I'm just asking basic like air exchange questions. Like I was asking some questions on like air exchange and fruiting temperatures and different like uh, just environment questions. And he was like, oh, well, bro, it'd be $200 for the first hour. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> Hell, my psychiatrist doesn't change, you know, charge Shit, that much. Shit, no. Yeah. $200 for an hour for a phone call that I don't even know if I'm going to get. What? How do I know I'm going to get anything off of it? You know? So yeah, I did start uh, following a couple of the mushroom people you follow. Okay. My wife is like really interested in all of a sudden, you know, oh, you did this. This is really cool. Can you grow me mushrooms now? Yeah. Well, maybe. So I kind of, you know, I'm going to well, try to get into that a little bit. Maybe you definitely should. Well, when I send you some, 
I'll send you some uh, your little care package or whatnot and um, share it. I'll give you something to share so you can try and let her try. Me and my wife, my wife and I have been, both been dosing. I've been, do- been dosing for like four months, and she's only been dosing for like a month. But we've both seen benefits. So I think if you can get a relationship, both you and the wife are dosing, then it can really help out a lot. Yeah. So I've just seen more benefit from it that way. So it's always good to share if they're willing. My wife doesn't smoke cannabis, though. You know, she just doesn't like it. So it's more for me, but it kind of sucks because I also like to have someone try it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to have someone try my product to be like, oh, yeah, it's really good because I'm the only I'm the only judge of it. Right. Yeah. So I, I like to have a good grow and be like, hey, try my stuff. Not like. You know, I'm going to crumble this up and I'm going to make RSO out of it. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Now, do you do you mess with RSO yet or no? I did. I did make one out of one of the plants that I had. It just never really grew right. And I just threw it in there, did some RSO in it, and I put it in. I mixed it in with some butter and it worked pretty good. Yeah. I put I it on say, my popcorn and it was like, good night. Oh, good. Hours yeah. I come. I uh I use my outdoor plants. I had one outdoor plant that I grew, and it just it got bugs in it, and I didn't want to smoke it. I felt I just feel weird growing smoking outdoor stuff, man. Even though I killed the bugs, I dipped it, I washed the buds, and did everything like you're supposed to, but I just still felt weird smoking it. So I just like I decarbed it in the oven, burnt like I toasted in the oven or whatever, and um have it in a jar right now, just waiting to do something with. And uh, I don't know whether I want to make butter or make oil, you know, because I've been making coconut oil a lot, like using coconut oil and um, using a magical butter maker, strain it out and make capsules because you can make a, I think I, I think they were like 15 or 20 milligrams capsules each, but they were good. No, I'm sorry, not 15. I think they were like 10, 10 milligrams yeah. each, like little capsules. They were they were small enough to like get you to feel a good body high, but that was it. And edibles, all they do to me is make me tired. So I like I like I've never tried RSO. People told me RSO will like literally put you on your fucking ass. Like it will oh, like put you yeah. out. Yeah, and it was my little crappy plant. I just yeah, it it was it worked. I'm like How okay, good night. I'm yeah. Out. How do you go about making your RSO? You in the crock pot kind of situation? I put it in, uh, well, you get the, uh, the alcohol. I, I try to get like the highest amount of like grain gold, alcohol. Golden grain is all you can get, the yeah. highest. And then you just, you know, stick it in there and strain it a few times and squish it all out. So is that the one where you take like, you'll take your mason jar full of the herb and you put the alcohol in it and let it sit? Um, Kind of, yeah. You put it in a bowl and you just kind of, put the alcohol in there and you smush it all up and mix mm-hmm. it all up really good and then okay. run it through a cheesecloth. Okay. And then you have, you know, the rest there, then you do it a couple times like that and then run it through the cheesecloth and then you finally get your final product there. And I put it in a, in a rice cooker and I okay. put it out coffee because that shit smells bad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I heard, I've heard people tell me don't even do it in my garage. Cause that's how I was in doing yeah. my garage. I said, don't do it. I put it outside, and when it was done, I had a nice little chunk. So you weren't – see, I was going to use a rice cooker too. It didn't – you weren't scared of it like with the alcohol or anything in there? Or there wasn't no. that much alcohol to burn off? No, it wasn't. that. I had it outside, so if it blew up out there, it's okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> shit. I mean, still – there still be some scary shit though. He was, he was having a trip because uh, he keeps buying street weed. I'm like, dude, don't, don't do this. And he gets this high sativa stuff, and it freaks him out. And he knew how it cooked the RSO in the rice cooker. And he's like, I can't use that again, man. It's going to make me trip. (laughs) His own rice cooker so he wouldn't trip anymore. Yeah, I mean, I probably would too. I don't know if I want to smell. I don't know if I want to eat rice out of a fucking RSO rice cooker. Because I I bet that stuff does hard to come out, man. Oh, it's not too bad. I've heard that stuff cures everything, though, dude. I've heard uh, one of my podcasts, I think it was a podcast I was talking to somebody, or maybe it was just a phone conversation, but they said they were using RSO, literally eating it all the time. I think it was this pie it was Grow for the Cure Cancer. Yeah, Grow for the Cure, yeah. He, he said he still, he still eats it, like, every day, and I'm yeah. just like, for what? But it's just because it's for, for everything, you know, and that's what makes me want to try it because I don't have any illness. 
I don't think. But like if it's something that can just kill any, even if I have any type of cancer or cell in my body, I know it can be taken care of by RSO. That's kind of wild right. to think. Yeah. Now, I don't know why smoking it doesn't do the same thing, but maybe it does. I don't know. I think maybe, I don't know, because you use the whole, I use the whole plant anyway. I don't know if everybody uses the whole plant, but yeah, the whole plant, I think you're going to get more of everything out of it. Yeah. What do you mean by whole plant? Just like leaves, like the trim and the leaves and all that? Everything. Stem, leaves, everything. See, I've never leaves. used the stems before. Does it not give it that really planty taste though? It, it's going to taste bad no matter what you do with that. Yeah, stuff. that's what I've heard too. I've heard it tastes like shit. <laughs> so that's one other reason I haven't done it, man, because I'm not really ready to taste something that bad and get high off of it. I'd rather smoke some fruity, a bowl of like, you know, some like fruity terps, man. Oh, yeah, you, you love your dessert strains. I do. I really do, man. I don't, I have, this isn't even a dirt dessert strain right now. The grape goodness, it's a, uh, it smells like grapes, dude. It smells like a bowl of grape candies, but it has that. The only way to describe it is an old school Kush taste. That's the only way I know. It has like a a real earthy dirt, yeah. almost like almost like fresh dirt taste to it. Yeah. Like and that's what I describe as like an old school Kush taste. And that's and I like that. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't expecting it because it smells like candy, you know. Right. But it tastes that's like crazy. a Kush. Um. So yeah, but also it's also autoflowers for you though, man. I'll tell you that autoflowers will smell really fucking good, but they'll taste completely different than what they smell like. That's one thing I learned from the cannabis cup when I went to that. Everything I smelled that was photo periods, it fucking tasted like it smelled, and that's what I was Whoa. like, damn, I need this is why I need to grow photo periods. But I don't have the room for it yet. Yeah. No, not yet, dude. Sometime. yeah sometime soon hopefully once it goes legal that's when i'm gonna do it i need to wait so i can just have the room and not worry about actually even if it doesn't go legal here in georgia as if it goes like federally legal to where i don't have to worry as as much right i feel like i'll, I'll go a little bit bigger yeah just kind of give us all this a little break yeah, I'll go like a four by four. You know, I have a four by four I used to grow in. And that's if you looked back onto my Instagram, you probably would see the four by four when I had like eight plants going and they were all monster plants. And it was just, dude, my I used to drive up to my house and I could smell it. And I was so oh, nervous. Wow. I was scared all the time because my neighbor was ex cop. And but he, I mean, I smoke in my garage, and he. I open my garage after getting a token, and he's like out washing his car, so I know he smells it. <laughs> yeah, you know. He's always like, "Hey, what's up, Mike?" And I'm just like, "Hey, what's up, man?" He doesn't yeah, care, you know. Yeah. God, so much other stuff to be worried about. Yeah, but we think that they care. Like, oh my God, they're gonna call their friends on me and tell them that I'm smoking pot next door. But see, where I'm at though, in uh, in Georgia, I'm not gonna say the city, but where I'm at is decriminalized. So luckily, it doesn't. Even if you have it on you and they want to charge you for it, it's twenty five dollars. That's the fine. Oh. The max, the max, the max is seventy five. So the max you'll get hit with for having less than I think it's up to two ounces, I believe, on you is seventy five dollars. And that, I mean, that that's if they want to do anything about it, which normally right. they don't. So yeah. there is some it's some lenience, but now I don't know how they get with growing though. I really don't. I don't know how they feel about you growing a plant, and even though if it's a personal plant, they you know how some of these cops they want to be hard asses and be able to post on their Instagram or their Facebook, got a big ass plant Lord, here. Yeah. I just dropped a drug lord, you know, selling selling pounds on the street. And I'm like, bro, that's fucking like two ounces of weed you just got off of me. <laughs> I busted this dude with a seed while I yeah. pour him over on the highway because there's like a thousand Georgia guys on the highway the whole time. Yeah. They don't let you speed at all. Nope. That's welcome to Georgia, man. They get you right, right when you get past that border, dude. They're usually oh sitting right God. there, too. Yeah, we just came to Florida like two weeks ago, man. Oh, cool. What part? Yeah. Uh, went down to St. Augustine. Sweet. Yeah. Had a little had a little mini vacay with the baby, man. We, we hadn't been on vacation since we had our son, so we need to take a little mini vacation. And it rained the entire time. Of course it did. Yeah, it's Florida for you in, in Florida July. Yes. Man. 
God, yep. three o'clock on, it's gonna it's gonna storm somewhere. Yep. But it was fun though, man. We still had a good time. Yeah, it's a great historical city. We go there sometimes. I'm on the other coast, but we'll go yeah, there. Well, you know where I'm at, and it's a very historical city too. So Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of, kind of seeing the same shit. You're just like, uh. Yeah, she's already looking. I, I, she's looking like around October we might head up that way. Dude, when you do, please, please hit me up. I mean, I would oh, definitely absolutely. meet you. Meet you. You can come by my my house here and check out the grow. Check out what like a grow yeah, operation looks cool. like and everything. Yeah. Because I don't know how the air bottom bags and all that stuff works. You have to show me all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, man. Well, I'm definitely with willing Coco, to show. I don't know. I, I can imagine me with Coco. I'd probably overthink that and kill everything like within like two days. That's what you need to start with is Coco because you can – it's really hard to overwater it. So it's very forgiving. So you can take Coco and water it today. And tomorrow you can say, well, I don't know if it needs to be watered. Well, you can water it anyway, and you're not going to kill it because it's – the the medium is so like it doesn't absorb as much water doesn't hold on to it as long so you're not going to drown the roots yeah it seems like you actually have more control that way than you know like me just getting me some organic dirt together and throwing it in there and if something happens it's like oh now what yeah that's the whole point soil you can't you got two weeks you have to wait like two weeks ahead or two weeks before you can do anything or not before but like if you notice an issue it can take a week to two before you start seeing it fixed. But in cocoa, like with me, when I have a pH issue, I see some yellowing leaves on the top or whatever, and I know there's pH issue going on. I just take my nutrient water. I take about a gallon of it, and I just flush it through my pot. That way I know it's already getting a fresh solution of whatever it was getting before, and it flushes everything kind of out. And then I'll check back in two or three days. If it's still there, then I'll check my runoff pH with a meter, and then I'll adjust as needed. But usually that fixes it. So that's how easy it is to fix cocoa. Wow. Yeah. And Cocoa Loco by Fox Farms is what I use, and that stuff is yeah. amazing. Um, it's got the mycorrhizae in it. So it had, so the reason I like that so much is because it feeds your plant for up to 20 days. That's the reason I said I just give it water. So for up to 20 days, it's going to feed my, my seedling and veg so i can just give it water and recharge but then once i transplant it i can start feeding it my front row ag other nutrients you know my synthetic nutrients so it can actually start bulking up but that coco loco has enough nutrients in it to make your plant last longer like without having to feed it right nice yeah i might i might get there sometimes but you know i'm already a cube of like being too obsessive now i can imagine oh Man, what it would be like if I had I'm that idea? Crazy. Yeah, dude, I'm finally at the point to where I'm 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 going on five years, I think, and I'm at the point now to where I'm not spending any money. I've noticed that the past two months, I haven't spent any money on my grow, dude, and it's been like feeling so good ever since getting my nutrients dialed in, getting the right light, getting the tent. Once you get everything, it took me five years pretty much, but once you get everything set. You're golden, dude. You just let your shit run. You got plants coming every every month. You're harvesting and just keep going. Wow. Yeah. It's a great feeling. It is, man. That's why I like auto flowers because you can do that easy with the limited space because you don't have to change the lights. You just can grow one plant and then have another plant like three weeks behind it pretty much. So And so you have every three weeks to a month you have a harvest. And then – as far as um, when they cross the autoflowers, I don't know. I mean, because you, you deal with a lot of the genetics people. Like when you take a Durban poison and cross it with an autoflower, and you call it a, a Durban poison autoflower. Yeah. Well, if, what if are you, you losing from the photo period to the autoflower? It depends how long. So I think with that is how much crossing they've actually done with it before you lose some of the Durban. Because I know – like if you were to just take a ruderalis, like just an autoflower, regular autoflower, ruderalis, nothing special about it, and mix it with the Durban, it would probably take about two or three times to cross it before you would come out with a feminized like autoflower seed. And then at that point, you're losing a lot of those Durban traits, I believe, because you're just crossing it with so much of the ruderalis. Now, if you were to take an autoflower like, like the Forge, 
from Gnome Automatics that has, uh, I believe it has Durban Poison in it. If you were to take like that Autoflower and cross it with your Land Race, Durban Poison or Sour Diesel, whatever you wanted, mm-hmm. then I think you would have a lot better chance of getting those traits still together. So pretty much what I'm saying is if the father and the mother aren't similar, I think you're going to lose one of those traits as you as you're breeding. Now, I don't breed. This is just me going off of what I know. So if anybody listening to this is like, oh, well, you have something else to add, please do. Don't take this as like straight advice, man. This is just me being me just talking. <laughs> yeah, we're just figuring shit out. Yes, exactly. We're figuring it out as we're going. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really mess with breeding. I want to, man. But uh, I really think that photo periods will lose a lot of their traits once they get into autoflowers. I think that's why I was saying before autoflowers have a different taste to them because right. it's that ruderalis that you can taste in it. Right. And somebody that's done really good, like an autoflower breed, like Daz from Night Owl and, and Firebud Genetics, uh, Green Guy, Gen- dude, I could keep naming all these guys, but like their autoflowers don't have those same traits in them because what they've done is they've taken, like I said, like a, uh, gnome automatics or they've taken another known breeder and cross out autoflower with another known breeder autoflower so they're already taking two like fire fucking genetics and they're putting them together to make one other like fire genetic in a sense you see what i'm saying so with those the flavors and the and the terpenes are still there but they all have the same taste and you'll know that once you start growing autoflowers and you taste them you're gonna say damn these all they they do all have a certain taste to them to me they on the exhale on the exhale there's something about an autoflower that's there it always sticks out that's interesting yeah you gotta try it (laughs) you gotta figure it out (laughs) yeah it'll be great if i don't kill one yeah, you won't, man. Now you got you got this community behind your back, and everyone already hears that you're killing them. So I, hope, I hope people hit direct message you and, and give you a guide and be like, here, man, this is how you grow some autoflowers. Here's some seeds. This is what you need. Because I think I think that could be your problem too, man. Is not having the good enough seeds, seeds and uh your soil. But you got it going yeah. now. You know what you're doing. You got some. I saw I saw on your Instagram just a minute ago. I looked down just to see just to look over your page, and you have some plants going. Yeah, you almost killed them. But I'm doing good. the Rasta dude thing. Don't touch him for 20, 20 days. Don't touch him. Just let him. Just let him. Just let him be. Yeah. And it's so hard. It is so hard. Wait till they get close to harvest. <laughs> wait till they get close to harvest, and you just want to cut down, and then it's like, nope. Just wait. Like, just wait three more days, and three more days come, and you're like, man, just what if you just waited? If they just waited another week, imagine how much more dank it'll be. You know, and that's that is my my fucking fall dude i cut down too early i feel like even though 84 85 days to me is long enough it still get it gets me medicated but i wonder if i let it go longer will it taste better Mm. that's something i don't know i need to research that racy still yeah i do only in the morning and stuff but right now like at night like i would love to have something that would knock me on my ass but i don't have anything right now i just have i just have this racy shit so actually i have a vape pen i lie i've got a pen but those pens i don't i don't really like smoking those man they're from the dispensaries and they're just i don't know i don't know what they put in i don't i don't know what it is i mean it works for me through the day but it hits me a little different and i can never feel the way i would with i would with the flower i'm glad you say that because it's i feel i don't know how to pinpoint it but it does make me it gives me a different high yeah. And it um it makes me one thing I don't like about it, it makes me sneeze and it makes me cough. It's weird, dude. When I take the hit, it makes me sneeze every now and then. Exactly. I don't fucking know why, dude. My wife sometimes will be like, Hey, do you have any of that sleepy pot? I'm like, Yeah, here, have some. And she'll suck it in there and and then she sneezes for like the next five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yep, it's something with it, man. That's funny, dude. Okay. Hell yeah, man. We've been going on an hour already. This time flew. Yeah, I figured this would go good. Yeah, it has been going good, man. I'm I'm glad. But um we are gonna bring it to an end though. I'm gonna try to wrap up here soon. Did you have any questions or anything you wanted to go over before? Um, I think I got most of my information from you that I need to like not kill things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, like I said, you can always you can always message me anytime, man. And anybody that's listening to this podcast is going to say the same thing. You can, they'll probably reach out to you. Any anybody any of you guys have any information to help them out? Y'all, you know where to find them. Uh, I'll yeah, leave yeah, a link to them. Yeah, this community awesome. is great. Yep. And um, you're growing meds 420, right? Yeah. Yep. So we will get we'll get a link for you guys to follow him and check him out. And if you have any questions, you can ask him. Hit them yeah. up. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my regimen how how this stuff works. Maybe it yeah. works for everybody. I don't know. That's what well, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that if anyone's struggling with anything, type two diabetes, whatever, and you're on medication and you want to get off medication, you can reach out to Chris and he can help you out because yeah. it seemed to help him out. Even actually trying to do a thing with my daughter because she has a hypo hyper hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking up that and I'm like, yeah, I can put you on the same regimen I have, but she's in Ohio and it's a whole lot different there. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, I could fix you, but you need to learn to grow, say grow your own and then we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> or you just help her out. You can do it. Oh, you yeah. got ways. You got ways. And once you get your grow going, you'll be good. Yeah. All right, Chris. I appreciate you again coming on, man. Oh, thank you so much. This was so fun. I was glad to actually see you and talk to you. Yeah, I, that's why I like doing these video chats. I don't know if the people listening, they don't I don't know if they know that we do video calls all the time. So, that's why I like doing this, man. It gives it it's better for both of us so I get to see you, you get to see me, and it kind of makes it more like open, dude. This is how this community should be when we see each other in real life. This is how it should be. It shouldn't be all like nervous and, and shy or anything. It should just be like, what's up, bro? Like, how are you doing? Yeah. Kind of thing. It should be. And I'm still that way. So, yeah, for sure. Like, Same. Kilo, he had to reach out to me. He's like, I want to be your friend. Why won't you do this? I'm like, because it's really weird. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do the giveaways. Tag this, tag your friend. I well, know, man. I don't, I don't really know. I can't do that. You can. You can tag me at anything at any time, dude. I will never, I'll never take offense. I have people do it still to this day. People tag me and I don't care. It's not hurting me at all. So it's just giving you opportunity to win something for free. So do never feel free. Never feel bad for tagging me in something. <laughs> cool deal. All right, brother, man. You have a good night. Dude. You too, man. Thank you so much again. All right, man. Later. Love you. All right. Love you, bro.